everybody. Grab your Bible, a pencil, and journal, and maybe even a cup of coffee, and join in on the conversation. But first, I would like for you to write this down. Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14. Not that I have already obtained all of this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining forward to what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Hey everyone, welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. My name is Kara, and as you know, I'm Dot's daughter, and we sit down together every week and we talk through truth and scripture. And in this episode, we are talking a little bit about our personal lives and what we've been learning recently. And it's kind of funny because I feel like my mom and I have been learning and God's been teaching us a similar thing. And it really boils down to forgetting the past and moving forward. And we talk through, you know, what does it look like and how do we do that? And especially when we feel like, you know, there may be some shame or feeling stuck or habits that maybe we have put into place to escape our pain. So we are really glad that you're here. Pull up a chair and listen in. Good morning. It's not in the morning over here. Well, actually, it's not even the morning here, but <laughs> tomorrow in the morning, just remember I said, good morning. Wait, what's tomorrow in the morning? In the morning when you wake up, remember that your mother said, good morning. That's why you said good morning just now? That's why I said it's not morning, so we're going to make the best of it. <laughs> because it will be morning in the morning. And so instead of saying, I made a mistake... <laughs> I want to say, well, really, I am uh, telling you good morning tomorrow because I won't be with you. Oh my gosh, where are you, you going to be? Up. Okay. Well, I live in Atlanta and you live in Nashville. It's true. And you so, Kara, today, 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 I just picked this verse because I've just been thinking about finishing strong. If you talk about dying again... I am not talking about dying, but I feel like I'm dying, but I'm not. Why do you feel like you're dying? Well, I've been, as you know, I've been taking everything out of my cabinets. I've been redecorating. We've been painting and doing things like that. And I'm having to get rid of a bunch of junk, and I've just got the biggest mess. Uh, You know, I guess you have to make a mess to make it look better. And trust me, if it looks as good as this mess, it's going to look amazing. (laughs) You mean if the mess is any indication as to what it's going to look like, it's going to look real good? Show house. I mean, it is going to be amazing. (laughs) But um, I was thinking about, you know, we're recording today and I was thinking, you know, as I've cleaned out everything and saw all of the stuff that I have bought over the years and just junk, 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 junk. And I just started looking at all of the stuff and I was reminded about over the years, we've been here 25 years. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there looking at all this junk and stuff that we have. And I'm not saying it's junk, some of it's great. And I just started thinking about over the years, 
when I was having a hard time and dealing with a bunch of stuff, going through the change of life and just, you know, a lot of stuff, a lot of, you know, different situations in life, I found myself shopping as a way of escape or, you know, just kind Wait, of... Wait, like recently you've been shopping? No. Oh, like over the years. As a matter of fact, since I've been cleaning out, I don't know if I'll go shopping again. <laughs> I'm sure I've dad never is, seen so much shine. Dad, dad is, is really excited about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you're saying like over the year, over the seasons throughout the last 25 years, when you would you're going through harder seasons in the past, you would just go shopping as go a way shopping. to yeah. Well, deal with the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I know. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you now, don't do it. Just don't do it. You're going to look back and you're going to go, why did I do this? And why did I spend this money? And why do I have so much stuff? And I just started thinking about that. And I I have to admit, there is a lot of guilt. There's a lot of shame of, you know, being able to really be honest with myself and say, why, why did I buy so much stuff? Why do I have so much stuff? And I'm not saying as Christians, we can't have anything. I'm not selling everything, giving it to the poor. I am selling it. But, and I'll give. And you've given a lot away. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm not a better Christian because I'm going to go ahead and sell everything. Or I'm going to give things to people that, you know, that need it. Right. You're just talking toward your own heart. That's right. That I would, you know. It doesn't have to be shopping. It can be eating. I do that too. You know, where like, you know, you're going through a hard time or you're stressed Mm -hmm. and you find yourself, you know, you could find yourself escaping in a movie or mortal, you know, that kind of stuff. But I just happened to be thinking about shopping uh, these last couple of days. And you were asking me, you know, today, like what's God teaching you? And I started thinking, one of the things that God is teaching me is, you know, when I've gone through difficult times, a lot of times I just want to escape and pretend that it's okay. Yeah. I want to escape reality. And can I tell I, a funny so I, story real quick? I mean, I don't want to interrupt you if you're in no, your train ahead. of thought. Okay. So this is a funny story that we talk about a, a good bit in our family. You're going to know what it is real soon. But when I was like in elementary school, like mm-hmm. probably, I don't know, it was like third, fourth grade or something like that. I loved going to extended care, or is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yeah. Um, and I loved it. You know, we I didn't realize like it cost money. I mean, I was a kid, but I didn't. So I just thought, and you didn't work, but I just wanted to play with my friends and, you know, mm-hmm. do whatever. Yeah. So anyway, so I do the extended care after school and... I remember, I mean, I remember being in the gym and this happening like it was yesterday. And I remember being, we were in the gymnasium playing and one of my teachers, you know, one of the teachers who's overextended daycare, over, I mean, or extended care, mm-hmm. they, she was talking to another teacher and all I remember her hearing her say is, I just need to go to fantasy land. <laughs> And, oh dear. And I remember just looking up and as like, you know, as innocent as a kid can be, I say, oh, my mom goes there a lot. Yes. <laughs> as a kid in my mind, I would hear you, you know, talk about like 
going to Fantasyland. Going to Fantasyland. And it's not like I thought it was a real place, but I thought it was a legit, I did think it was a real place, but not like a place you would travel to. Like, I don't know what I thought it was. I just knew in my little kid head. That you would hear me say, yeah. Yeah, my mom goes to fantasy. Yeah, and then when I heard my teacher say she goes there too, I'm like, oh my gosh, you might see each other there. Yeah, my mother mother might be there. (laughs) Well, and putting that in context, to (laughs) put that in context, Kara, you were very young when Christy got married, and Christy Mm -hmm. was getting married at the time. It probably was right around that time, yeah, Yeah, because I was was eight. That's when... That was why I had to go to Fantasyland because she was getting <laughs> married. She was the first one. And I was going through the change. And I did not know that I was going through the change. All I knew was I, one day I'd be happy and the next day I'd be crying. And because I always ha- hung around people, you know, younger yeah. than me. So I was the first one to actually uh, go through the change. And I didn't know what was going on. Right. Well, and you're also in an in a emotional season with Christy getting married mm-hmm. to where I'm sure you weren't like, um, it wasn't like something to even think that you would try to figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? Like it was, yeah, I, mean, I had sense. no idea. Right. I had no idea. And I remember, you know, Howard saying, you know, we've been married all these years. I've never known you to be like this. And I thought, well, I've never been this way. Mm-hmm. I would just start crying or whatever. And so one day, <laughs> Christy and I were going somewhere, and this girl was going to do her hair. And so, you know, you practice, you right, know, like, right. how do you want to wear your hair during the wedding? And so I was talking about, you know, just, you know, having a hard time. I said, I know that God has brought this guy into Christy's life. I have no mm-hmm. idea why it was going on. One minute I'd be happy about it, and the next minute I'd be so sad. And she said to me, well, you know what I do when I get sad? I go to fantasy land. And she said, you should go to Fantasyland. I'm like, I cannot take a trip. What are you talking about? I thought she meant to go to Disney. Yeah. And she said, no, you go to Fantasyland in your mind. And so that was kind of the way that got me through that wedding. And then I went to the doctor and realized that this was all hormonal. But I did miss Fantasyland. But I will have to say that... Over the years, a lot of times, and I've I've heard other women, I don't feel like I'm the only person ever to use something or to go somewhere or imagine or, you know, kind of mm-hmm. escape reality by either shopping or eating or doing things where I know now as a believer. Or, yeah. Yeah. I know now as a believer that when I'm really having a hard time, the best place to be is at the feet of Jesus on my knees praying. But as I'm sitting in in my study this week and cleaning out a lot of stuff, I just realized how often over the past years that I would use something other than God, that I would go either shopping or I would go eat actually eating as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or just, I mean, some people just get busy. They just, they escape by busyness. Um, and we put walls up and we tell everybody we're fine and all that kind of stuff. So, so why do you think it's so hard to instinctive? Because I do, I think there's like an element of instinct in that. If you, and I don't know if that's like the right word, but there's an, I feel like it's so easy, maybe is a better way to say it. It's so easy to escape into other things. Why do you think it's so hard, like you're saying, to not just automatically, as even as someone who loves the Lord, not automatically go to the feet of Jesus? But mm-hmm. I think that when you're hurting or you're going through a 
difficult time and you can't change your circumstances. And in my situation, I didn't really even know what was going on. I think it is easier to pretend it's not happening or it's pretending that, okay, it's going to be fine. You just don't want to enter into that pain because you're already yeah. kind of in a pain anyway. Right. So you just kind of escape a little bit. So you go to something that you don't have to think about. Mm-hmm. So shopping or eating or whatever we often do, whether it's watching TV or it's, you know, just want to go play a game on my phone or, you know, look through social media, which I think that's kind of stupid if you want to escape reality because (laughs) that really is not reality. That is escaping to somewhere that's not reality, but everybody seems to be happy on Instagram. So if you're not very happy, I would not think that would be a good place. Well, sometimes it's like when I, when I tend to do that, I'm just mindlessly scrolling. So I'm, it's like, I'm not even looking at people I know. It's just like on the discover page and you're, you know, you're Mm -hmm. just getting, one thing leads to another, but yeah. And I think like, that's ultimately, you know, what you're saying is like, a lot of those things aren't wrong or bad, but it's the motive. It's like, why, you know, like. But you're adding to something that's already difficult. Cause what I was doing was I was adding debt. I was adding stuff, gaining weight, you know, so I'm not solving a problem here. And I understand Sometimes it is hard to just enter into, you know, that pain. or And maybe sometimes you don't even know why you're upset. You know, it's just like I, something's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't feel right. I, I Like well, for yeah. me, when I was going through the change, I certainly didn't know. Uh, but anyway, as I was sitting there, Kara, I was thinking as we were talking about what was God teaching me, I remembered this verse. And it was like, you know, you got sometimes to forget the past. And I'm not saying you can't glance back. I'm not saying that you can't learn from the past. There just comes a time, like I'm sitting there with all this stuff around me, thinking, oh my goodness, of the money that I've spent, all of that stuff. I got to thinking, it really isn't helpful to stay in the past. Uh, Yeah, I think it's not sitting in it. It's like not sitting in that I mean, I think there are, I think there are certain, well, we can't speak to every single situation, but there are certain things that you need to go back mm-hmm. emotionally to deal with in order to move forward, but not to go back and just sit in it and stay and and be stuck in it or allowing it to right. prevent you from moving forward. And I, and I think that that's some of the stuff. I think shame, guilt, ignorance, I think you can glance back in your past and say, okay, I did that. And I I am a firm believer, as you know, of confessing that. Like, that's what I did. I, you know, went and I would just try to escape reality and try to fulfill my longing or my hurting by my own ways, by the ways that I thought that would make me happy. But it didn't. And it only caused more problems. And I think we can glance back on those things and learn from that and admit that we've done that. But I love what Paul said. He said, it's not like, like I'm perfect here. And, and I think that's one of the things I loved about Paul. Because Paul was, you know, in our mind, he is pretty much perfect. But Paul knew he wasn't. And he was saying, it's not like I've learned everything. It's not like I'm... Right. He doesn't have the secret that we don't have. Right. Yeah. And, 
But he said, but I press on. And I think that that pressing on, and he said, and I hold on to Jesus who's holding on to me. And he says, I just love that verse. It says, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it. But one thing is forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. And I just started thinking, you know, okay, I've got a lot of stuff. I'm working through this. I'm cleaning this out. I'm getting rid of it. I'm doing, you know, I'm going to do some things I think that will help other people. I've been giving it away and helping other people that not had, you know, some things that they really need. And I, you know, we've got this group of people over here. It's from Honduras. He said they're very poor. Mm-hmm. I've been able to give them mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, which I'm very happy about. But the, but the key is not to sit here in misery and not be ashamed, but admit it, but move forward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think... I think the evidence of life is when you're moving forward. And I think that's the key. I think it's really important, and I'm kind of preaching to the choir on this, is being gentle with ourselves in those moments. Mm-hmm. Like pressing forward is not does not mean that you are like full force, like full of energy, plowing through. You know, like it, it doesn't mean that you're – doing a lot sometimes maybe it is but sometimes Mm -hmm. moving forward is like waking up in the morning and saying okay today I'm gonna get out of my bed and Mm -hmm. I will answer one email or I will I don't know like give myself a moment and then or I will go to the gym or I I don't know what it is but sometimes it's like those little things like or sometimes or sometimes moving forward is just being honest with yourself of just saying mm-hmm. like okay I'm going to be honest with myself and or praying or I don't know like I just me I I know that there have been seasons and I can't think of a specific example in this moment but there have been times relatively recently I mean within the last like 6 months probably where I have felt like I wasn't moving forward but I had people around me saying no, but you are going to counseling, you know, like that is putting work forward or, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't always have to, I think that's one thing of like, maybe even asking God of like, God, show me how I'm moving forward because I think we can Mm -hmm. beat ourselves up and feeling like, oh, I'm not moving forward well enough (laughs) or I'm not moving forward fast enough or, you know, whatever. But it's like, that's not at all. It's moving forward. Sometimes it's crawling. Sometimes it's like Mm -hmm. inching your way, you know, it's, Mm-hmm. So I think that's like important. You know too. that the book you gave me that or told me to buy uh, the the edit book, the home edit. Mm, book. Love me some home edit. Yep, the home edit book. Well, I wanted to throw that book right out the window, <laughs> but uh, but I was looking at it, and you know, I bought a thousand of these books of how you can organize everything and look so cute, and everything has a little tag and. You know, and I usually like, yeah, well, you don't have the stuff I have to be, you know, but right. you look at their closets and it's yeah, they have like one two pair shirts. of shoes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but this book, you know, is really, it does, you know, show a closet that has more than two pairs of shoes in it. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, well, maybe, maybe they'll understand. And so I started reading it and she was talking about in the book about low expectations. <laughs> and I thought, well, hmm, that's interesting low rewards. And what it was saying is, even if you just clean out one drawer, mm-hmm. or even if you just do, you know, one little section, then you can kind of reward yourself. Like I did one drawer, I cleaned out one drawer. And I right. thought, you know, that's, 
manageable or, you know, uh-huh. if you, you can get overwhelmed with all of this stuff because it says pull out everything. And I, and I got to thinking about, you know, how close to that, to life, how this is like life, because sometimes we can get so overwhelmed or we can think about all of this stuff that we have to do. And you always say, eat an elephant one bite at a time. For some reason, I always go to, to eating. I don't know, but this woman goes to cleaning out one drawer. But anyway, I'm thinking, you know, this is what you do. You just do one drawer at a time. And you, you know, told me about the book and you were cleaning out your closet and stuff. And I thought, this is the way God does. God doesn't just all of a sudden say, now look what you did. All these, all your life, or you were just running, or you were just escaping from reality. You didn't come to me, but you were just cleaning, you know, you went shopping and there wasn't any shame or guilt. I just looked at it and thought, I just got too much stuff. But as I broke it down and I just said, God, today we're going to do one drawer. Mm -hmm. Today we're just going to do one section. And I thought, that's how God works with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have so much that God needs to do in and through me on many ways, and I hope uses me in many ways as well. But there's a lot of cleaning out and a lot of stuff that's in me that God, you know, wants to, He knows that it's just going to keep me in bondage. I, 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 it was really funny. Um, I started cleaning everything out. And, you know, your sister moved in, mm-hmm. Christy and, and her family moved in. And she said, Mom, I love the way it's so light. It just looks light. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how how ironic. That's actually a biblical truth, too. Mm-hmm. Because you start taking this stuff out and you feel lighter. Mm-hmm. You feel like God is literally making you feel less in, yeah, you don't enslaved feel yeah. to this stuff. Yeah. And so... I just was reading that verse. It says, you know, forgetting what lies behind, but straining forward. And, you know, like you said, it just, you don't have to think about how far you have to go. You just have to think about one step at a time. Just take one step at a time. I'm the worst at that. I'm constantly looking at how far I have to go. And even like, Mm -hmm. and I won't get into it on here, but I mean, you know, I'm dealing with some medical, physical stuff. Mm -hmm. And, it probably feels a little bit, I mean, I'm not going through menopause, but like I'm dealing with some physical things that I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And I, it's the way I go through my day is very differently. Like I, and mm-hmm. until I knew, and we're still looking for answers, but I at least know some things mm-hmm. and it was kind of freeing. And I, I, and I still have to every day cause I, I, I wake up with a heaviness and part of it is because I'm I'm physically uncomfortable or in physical pain, but I'm like constantly beating myself up of like, I'm not doing enough. Like whether I'm not like, I'm mm-hmm. not working enough or I'm not, you know, whatever, which that doesn't help anyone to just sit here and beat myself up. But sometimes it's like, I have to be like, okay, like I'm going to, even though I may have like 10 projects I need to work on, mm-hmm. I'm going to like, I'm going to respond and focus on this one project mm-hmm. and giving myself the grace for all the other stuff, because it's like, I'm not physically where I need to be. You're not even, right. like, not even, I shouldn't say even where I need to be. I just mean like, I'm not hundred percent healthy right now. And, and I think that that's true. I think that it, there's so many layers to this. Uh, for one thing, we don't want to live in shame. We do want to admit, well, maybe, you know, 
I shouldn't have bought all this stuff, you know, whatever happens. But we also have to admit, well, you know what, I'm physically not capable of doing it, or I'm not able to clean out my stuff right now, mm-hmm. or, you know, I mean, we everybody's in different places. And I think that the thing to look at is, where's your heart, and where's your desire? And I thought, you know, God, the, the main thing right now for me is to just realize that was the person I used to be. And I used to run and try to make myself happy by, you know, doing shopping, retail therapy, they always called it, or, you know, even eating, you know, running in and, you know, eating something, sugar. I I always go to sugar for some reason, because I think for some reason I always thought sugar would give me energy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Now we're on podcast and I'm on a high, (laughs) but sugar high. But the thing that really is, is like you're saying, Kara, wherever you are, it's just where you are. That's just embracing where you are. And whether you're physically or you've got too much going on, you can't go and clean out everything in your house or financially or whatever. But there's something that you can do. There's something that you can do that will reach, that will go toward where you want God mm-hmm. or where God wants for you. Right. And like I said, it could simply just be a spending five minutes in prayer or, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's not absolutely. Like going to go praise music. Some, yeah. Like, I mean, that's what I did right before, you know, you asked me right before we started recording, what have you been doing? <laughs> Granted, yeah. I am really behind on my reading. So I was like, I've just been reading because mm-hmm. I was feeling this, like I have stuff, like basically like I was feeling like I can't, I needed to fill this 45 minutes or 30 minutes mm-hmm. before we record, but it wasn't enough time to do some things. But I'm also like physically exhausted and my head's, you know, like there's a bunch going on physically. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to sit here and read Psalms for mm-hmm. 30 minutes. <laughs> and yeah. maybe it wasn't checking off my to-do list, but I do think that, I mean, it's spending time with the Lord so, yes. I mean, that feels like it was, and even though it wasn't this like super, I, mean, I didn't have like, there was no intense or, you know, super high emotional moment. I mean, I was just reading the Psalms and. You know, I, it's funny you say this because I was cleaning out my study. And as you know, if anyone in the United States or oh, global has ever written anything about God, <laughs> I've got your book. study, yeah. It's in my study. And I'm like looking at all of these books. I'm thinking, I really should be smarter than this and more godly. But anyway, I'm looking at all the books and stuff. So they're all over um, the floor because they say, pull everything out, start editing it, and then put it back. I'm proud of you. But that's where I do my quiet time. That's where I get along with the Lord. That's why I get up early and get on my knees. There was no place in my study that I could put my knees down. Yeah, I believe it. Well, you saw the pictures. Mm-hmm. And Kara, uh, I thought, I, I, I've got to spend time with God because it was I was feeling so overwhelmed and so discouraged. I, I mean, somebody would say boo to me and I'd start crying. <laughs> I just needed, I was tired. Yeah. And I thought, I, I, I've got to spend some time. So you know what I did? I pushed all of some of this stuff all to the side. I didn't have a chair in there. I went and got a bunch of blankets so that I could get on my knees and get with God without hurting my mm-hmm. old self. And, it, you know, again, it wasn't one of my quiet times as I've had over the years. 
But maybe it was even better because I was desperate. Yeah. I was desperate. I'm like, God, I've got to spend time with you. Not I want to or I should, but I've got to because I miss you. And here I am surrounded by all of this information about God. Every book in my study, thousands, they're all religious books. I had all of the information. And I'm gathering all the books and, you know, trying to, you know, decide what I don't need. And I pretty much felt like I needed all of them. I know it's terrible, but but I was desperate just to sit and be still before God. And you know, Kara, I didn't get anything done that morning. I didn't, you know, work and get on that. But like you said, I moved forward. And I, and I knew that I just needed to spend time with God. And that's just where I was. That's just where I needed to be. And so to me, it was a win. If you were the home edit people and you were coming to my house, it wouldn't have been a win. They're like, well, now on top of all the books that you have, you have brought in six Yeah, but you probably six w- you would have been nicer quills. to him because he spent time with the Lord. <laughs> well, I'll be nicer to everybody now. But, and that's yeah. probably why we could record today. But I'm just saying, yeah. I, just, I just started thinking, you know, God, just move forward. And sometimes moving forward is sitting still. I mean, that that's is— That's right. I mean, we see that in Exodus. You know? That's a win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our Sabbath. You know, with the pillar of fire, like they moved, they moved forward when it moved, and when it didn't, they didn't. Right. So, and I think that that's really true. And I think that I guess, Kara, I don't know what you're learning, but for me, that's kind of what I'm looking. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm cleaning all this out, and it looks horrible, and it's a little overwhelming. And I'm very thankful that God doesn't do that. That God doesn't just show me everything that I have to deal with. And say, okay, let's just start with one thing. Because I think I would just be too overwhelmed. Now, I understand you're supposed to do that with the edits and the home edit and the cleaning out. But I just started looking at that. And I thought, I'm just so thankful that God doesn't just tell me all the stuff that we have to work on in my heart and in my mind and my actions. And we just do one thing at a time. And it's it's true. It's It's moving forward. It's Forgetting those things that are past, but moving forward to what's next. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you could be a part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, you can find Dot on social media at Dot Bowen or visit her website, DotBowen.com. Subscribe, like, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen.